Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey, Supernatural fans, we are here here for Supernatural Mondays. It's back. We are here with you. So excited to talk about season 15, episode 13, Destiny's Child. Say my name, say my name. No one is around you. Say, baby, I love you. Supernatural. I was like, I was waiting for like a Beyonce or some kind of Beyonce. I was hoping that guest star was Beyonce. I was like, the Beehive will be so excited. But I just realized right now why actually it was Destiny's Child. It was love. Oh, you guys, we've got so much to talk about. I thought we were going to get a Ruth sighting. We did not get that, but we did get Joe and Ruby. So we got the wifeys of Jensen and Jared. Oh my God, in such a romantic way they met. I'm all a flutter of love. So y'all, my name is Lindsay Wagner. We are here to talk to you all about Supernatural. I'm joined by my fabulous co-host, Cherry. Love you all. And uh, yeah, so Cherry, initial thoughts about this week's episode. Oh my gosh. Loved it. It had heaven and hell in a way that I did not expect. And of course, you can never go wrong with my Winchesters squared. When we get double Sam and Dean, it's like <laughs> all the all the good things in the entire world, like every the universe is aligning. There is no apocalypse happening. Like it's it's just pure happiness it's for awesome. all of us. I was thinking to myself, if I have to be quarantined. And I had to choose someone from Supernatural. Who would it be? Lindsay. Oh, is it me? I mean, technically, we kind of are quarantined together. So, uh, also, hey, guys, if, if you're here in the chat, we're here. We can chat with you. So let us know. Say hello to us. Uh, I want to quick give a shout out to Austin. It's his birthday today. Austin Prophet. Happy birthday. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. Wash your hands for 20 seconds and say happy birthday. <laughs> Uh, just going to always be my tip every week until this is over. So maybe the rest of our lives right now for all we know. Uh, I, we should all just go wash your hands all all day long. Uh, okay. My initial thoughts about this week's episode. I love seeing, like you said, double your trouble, double Sam and Dean, uh, Jack coming back, this conversation about being soulless. I knew this had to go somewhere and talking about the balance. So I'm just trying to progress and think, where is this going to go? What's the balance of things? So I'm just, yeah, got predictions later. There was a lot going on. There was a lot going on. I loved it. Lots of notes to take, lots to talk about. So let's let's dive right in. Uh, We immediately get new Sam and Dean. And Cherry, what fashion display is Sam showing? Um... I want to go with slight douchery posh 
and a fiat, which I was like, oh, gosh, no. that's the word I was looking for. I was like, wa- I wrote waspy down. <laughs> I mean, um, they were, they were money, money. But money. <laughs> y'all, Sam had a man bun. Which I thought was incredibly sexy. I mean, I'm not the man bun type. But I mean, couture, they were like just to the Like nine. the whole cravat, scarf thing, and a mock turtleneck, and the fancy shoes. And I don't know, I really, I, I like to stick with Old Dean. I'm going to, final shirts for life for Old Dean. I'm, I think Sam looked better in the posh look than Dean did. But I think they had to keep Dean a specific way because, remember, when he was Michael, he was full-blown suit, tux, you know, like everything. So I think they didn't want to take it too far for him because they wanted to keep him being Michael separate. They were casual, but yet ready for some hunting if they needed to. to go sit on a yacht or something. But I thought both of them looked really good. I love the whole, are you a beer or scotch man? They're like, no. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Scotch private fancy private label, private label yeah. fancy scotch. Dad taught us. Oh, we don't know where he is, but you know, like, <laughs> well, he was such a great guy for us. You know, all these a good dad. Our boys were so so, so confused <laughs> and so yes, upset, very very upset, very industrious. So we get another Billy sighting, and she tells us that new Sam and Dean. I'm just gonna call them new and old. Well, new. We know who regular Sam and Dean are. New Sam and Dean were running because God, aka Chuck, is destroying all the world. So it seems as though they may have been caught in a rift because they're kind of ghosts. So we have to pull them back because we're going to have to use them later. They were caught between worlds. It was so funny when they were like banging. I don't think they, they couldn't see our world, but our world could see them. And I loved how Dean was like, you know what? We ain't got time for this. We need to get to hell. Let's just leave them there. They're fine. Well, <laughs> they're really- not hurt. Billy tells us that Jack has already done part one, phase one. The second part is to find the occultum, which is Latin for hidden. Yes. And it's been missing for centuries. It's not a weapon, but it's powerful. And uh, Jack says he's ready to go do this. He's ready for, the next, for phase two. Jack's ready to do what he needs to, to follow his destiny. And I feel like Billy is sort of treating them like chess players on a board. But they need to, and as she reminded them, uh, don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. Always, don't be stupid. We we liked Merle last week because she's like, well, that's a stupid Winchester thing to do. Well, Merle so, saw her demise. Billy is not playing. She's not playing. People. She's not playing. And this is what I thought was interesting, you all. So Dean is worried if they kill Chuck, that now we still have Amara around. So because we have Amara around, technically that would throw off the balance of the world. So in order for the world to continue moving forward, we need to kill Amara as well. So Jack needs to kill Amara too. I I don't agree with that. You don't think that that... I think they'll have a lot going on with trying to kill Chuck. Do you really want to have 
Amara on up in this angry and trying to kill her too. And she's at full strength. Chuck's at full strength too. But as we remember, Amara is mighty though, mighty strong. And the only way he was Chuck was able to put her in the empty in the first place was when he tricked her. It wasn't like a head-to-head battle where he beat her. He just sort of like but they, but they are yin and yang. Yes. They are part of each other. So if one's there, it does throw the equilibrium off. But we still need a god. And who is, it can't be Rowena. And then Jack comes in popping bubblegum for the first time. He's like, this is how I learned this. This is the first time I learned it. And it's like, Jack. Such a child. Can't, can't be Jack. Yes. yes. Not yet. I know baby boy's grown up. Uh, Me, young man. So they know that the occultan uh, is divine. Sergei has told them this, and we find out that Joe has it. So what do we have to do? We have to go pay a little visit to Joe. Uh, our Dan- favorite. Danielle Ackles, Ackles uh, our faith healer, Jensen's wife. I was always, whenever they were, they were in a scene together, and even Ruby in a scene, when she talked about Sam, I look for those little recognition moments of their husband and both of them did such a good job holding off. They I was really I was really happy. I'm like, okay, you didn't break it all. Not that I would expect that they would, but I don't know, you just kind of like hope that there's just going to be like a little, like just an extra, like holding that glance a little longer or maybe like uh, Joe doing a, <laughs> you know, I, Winchester boys are good looking boys. So good looking you- I, I thought that they'd be more in the episode than they were. I did but too. again, you know, they have so much of the story to get to with the final episodes that they really can't indulge the fandom as much as I would like. But for the moments that they were in there, I have to say Brad Buckner and Eugenie Ross Lemming did such a wonderful job writing this episode, as well as Amin Kadri directing. And she's directed before, and it's nice to have people who really know the fandom and know the history of the show directing because they're able to capture those looks and direct people so that it's a week to fans without them breaking the third wall. Sure. And I do think they utilize both uh, Danielle and um, uh, what's Jared's um, wife's name? Uh, Ruby and Anelle. Yeah, but what is... And Rolex Genevieve. 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 Uh, I think they, they both play to their strengths and when we did get to see them, they, they were they were being powerful, kick-ass uh, ladies. Mm-hmm. And we really, really saw the, the juxtaposition of the two and the good and the bad between both of them. And it sort of played back into the title of this episode of Destiny's Child, where it's a trifecta of women really sort of leading where we're going for the final chapter. In the chat... Um, Billie Jean says Amara is a loving wife. She's not hurting anyone anymore. I don't think they should kill her. And art master Austin Prophet says Sam and Dane need to rule heaven. I kind of would like them in heaven. I, I mean, that's the goal would be to have Sam and Dean ruling, or Cass ruling heaven. Sam and Dean being on earth, being able to live out their lives however they choose, and Rowena in hell, and everything just kind of just carrying on and having a mutual understanding that this is what's happening. You keep your people in line. You keep your people in line. Sam and Dean are still doing the work to be good people, but 
everyone kind of has a happy ending and it gets tied up with a bow, which I don't think is going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen either. They can't leave us like that. But Castro would be better in heaven because he likes humans. So Joe tells uh, the boys that Joe, uh, that Ruby has stashed the occultum in hell. True, Mm -hmm. false, we don't know. So... Jack is going to help them. Jack and Cass are going to help them get to hell. Meanwhile, Jack is talking about not having a soul and how he's kind of getting used to things and he's eating this junk food and he doesn't really feel anymore, but that he's, he's used to it now. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of giving us a feel of where he's at without his soul. And so the boys go into hell. They're set up by a messenger technically from Joe saying if they kill them, that she'll bring them back to earth, mm-hmm. which please let's be real here. The Winchesters are going to beat off anyone. I was hoping for a Rowena sighting. I was hoping to, we did not get it. Uh, meanwhile, while the boys are fighting off these people in hell, Cass is convincing Jack to kill him enough to get to the empty because he assumes that's where Ruby is. He's going to look for Ruby and Jack can't let him go too far though. Cause if he dies, that's a bad thing, but, but he also needs to continue to feed the fire for the boys in hell because if he doesn't do that, then they won't be found either. And I'm like, this is a lot of pressure on a guy who just came back into the swing of things. Correct. Jerry? There's a lot of responsibility for someone who is still, at heart, like a nine-year-old kid that would lose their attention. Like he was talking with um, Castro <clears throat> that Jack knows things have changed with him and Dean. And then Castro reminded him after you killed Mary because he's still not able to sort of process all that. Mm-hmm. So I think that he kind of, he knew it was wrong to kill Castro in the abstract, but he still is unable to sort of process, process. emotions and really understand why you should do this or why people are upset with him, but he can look at it in the, just in the abstract. And so this is really a good moment for Jack to sort of remind us Jack isn't still, isn't the person that we loved in earlier seasons when we saw his son. Correct. And he is, like you said, he's still a nine-year-old boy. He's still learning things and developing the same way that Cass has the same way we've seen him grow that he got, to watch the porn and kiss the girl like the pizza boy did. Uh, So he's growing and learning these things too at kind of his own pace. Mm -hmm. So he does do this. Cass is able to call it to Ruby, but not before he stopped by the empty using Meg's meat suit, who's played by Rachel Miner, who I saw one of, I think it was Ivan who said, great to see uh, Meg in the episode, Rachel Miner, I believe. I think she's... I don't know where she's from, but great to see her back kind of playing and toying with the idea, but giving him the opportunity to find Ruby, chat with Ruby, and Ruby explains, uh-uh, no, 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 Joe lied to you guys. I know where it is. I'll tell you where it is if you get me out of here. But as we all know, the empty is super not cool with Castro, and as she reminded him, she has an agreement with Billy, but not with Cass. <laughs> and she isn't about that life. And no, she's not letting that girl go. I really like seeing um, Ruby in the empty and reminding us 
that is basically supernatural people's version of hell and that she's being tortured while she's in there for all the bad things she did. But also a reminder that angels really are not that nice and most of them don't really like people in general. And I feel they don't think even if Earth is destroyed, angels are kind of like, uh, we'll be okay. Well, and she reminds all of us too that being a part of the empty means that she's seeing it's full of sorrow and despair and it's playing over and over again, all of their regrets. It's just constantly, can you imagine just being bludgeoned with all the things that you wish you had done or that you messed up on and everything you regret just constantly playing over and over again, kind of like we're all dealing right now with drains quarantine. It really is, but you have to think, would you rather be in hell where they're torturing you or would you rather be in them to where you're mentally tortured? I, know, I feel like we're being mentally tortured during this quarantine. I know I feel like starting to break my sanity. I broke today, y'all. Stay eight. I broke. I cried today. Uh, feel free to cry. It's okay. This is a really weird time. This is why we're here for you. This is why Afterbus is here for you guys. Because we want you to still know that we want to bring you the shows. We want to bring you the content. We're your family just as much as you're our family. So even when we're not on and you guys are tweeting us, we're seeing all that stuff except when I can't get it open on my phone for three weeks. <laughs> but we're all still here for you and still here and wanting to chat and hear what's going on with your thoughts about Supernatural, with what's going on in your life, because this is a tough time for all of us. So please, thank you guys so much for watching the shows and watching all of our other shows, commenting, liking, subscribing, following on iTunes, SoundCloud, and all the things. So thank you guys so much. We appreciate you. Thank you for being here for us. Uh, we love y'all. Thanks. We love all of you. Uh, so Sam and Dean are back in the bunker after beating off these guys and figuring out that Joe is lying and ask Jack what's going on and tell him to bring back Cass. Meanwhile, Cass is fighting with Meg, a.k.a. The Empty, and she's trying to get him to stay and, and kill him and torture him before it's too late. Luckily, Jack is able to bring him back, and Ruby has told Cass that the occultum is in the safest look place, and he has the location. The only issue is, if Chuck sees them leaving, he's going to know what they're up to. How do we fix this problem? We've got new Sam and Dean. We've got the posh boys, posh boys. ready to take their place. So Sam and Dean kind of tell them, hang out in our clothes, get rid of the man bun. I saw one of you guys write when they said, I'm not getting rid of the man bun. Nope, not the man bun. Uh, <laughs> wear, wear the flannels, drink beer, which new Dean is starting to kind of like. New Dean is loving the porn on the computer, although <laughs> Sam brings up the fact that uh, this would totally get us written out of our inheritance from dad. Meanwhile, <laughs> when they're hunting, they're on a private plane to go somewhere. What did they say, Hunter Core? Hunter Core pays them well. Pays them very well with two islets on standby. It's like there's little hints of jealousy for both of them, for both guys. Like the guy, like real Sam and Dean are going, You've got a private jet. You've got an emotionally available dad. Yeah. You're what the just, heck? You're constantly drinking great labeled scotch. <laughs> you have servants. We're really missing the mansion. We're really missing out here. They are driving a fiat, so you know our team is like not about that. So they decide to watch over the bunker. Keep Chuck thinking that they that the boys are really there, even though Sam still has his man bun. Well, Sam, Dean, Jack, and Cass go to find the occultant. They get to a church. 
hellhounds everywhere. Sam can only hold them off for so long and they have to figure out where this occultimist and Dean figures out that it's going to be below this baseboard in this church. Pulls it out and Cass reads it in Enochian and, and it says, in order to be in the occultum, the occultum must be in you. Which what mean? What does that mean, Jerry? Like any child Jack's going to put in his mouth. You got to eat it. You got to be in you. Well, who's going to be the one to do this? Of course, it's going to be Jack. And uh, he starts to flashlight and disappears. And he ends up laying in his grass. And immediately I thought, garden. He's in the Garden of Eden. <laughs> totally knew it right away. It's too beautiful. It's bright. There's flowers. It's lush green. There's no patches of dryness. It's, it's beautiful. beautiful. It's heaven. And a child comes up to him and says, he mustn't be human because they're not allowed to enter there. Is he an angel? God loved Adam and Eve until he banished them and hid it away. I will change him if he was meant to find it. She walks away and disappears. And this gives Jack a chance to reflect. And of course, who does he see but the serpent, which I'm thinking, do not tempt him. Do not tempt him. But instead, ask him, who are you meant to be? And we get this flashback of Jack with Kelly, with Sam and Dean learning how to fish, eating burgers on the side of the road with Mary, going through all those emotions and feelings. And how did you feel when you saw that, Cherry? I have to say, first of all, Jack has this connection with serpents. And, and, and yes, 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 yes. You know, surprise me. But then when you see the moments that really define Jack, it's a reminder of what a big influence Sam and Dean are and Castrol is, the whole Winchester family and how that has changed the path. So if he stayed with Lucifer, he wouldn't be that person. He'd have been a totally different person. Let's be honest, he'd been in evil, so. Well, you are who you spend the majority of your time with and you're raised and your values and while I don't completely, I still don't think Lucifer is all bad because he wasn't all bad all the time. He used, to be an angel. he used to be an angel, but he still would have taken on the more evil parts. He's the more of a selfish person that never does anything like nice unless there's something in it for him. And it totally falls back into the nature versus nurture. And some would have said, because when Jack, because Dean originally thought, Genetically, he was predisposed towards being a bad person. And Sam and Castro knew that he would be nurtured by them. And that would change his path. And it proved to be true. So this whole episode, to me, isn't more about destiny. It's more about balance. And Amara being good and bad. Chuck being good and bad. Jack being good and bad. We've got the balance of new Sam and Dean with regular Sam and Dean. And I just saw Billy Jean girl said, we shouldn't kill Amara. She's not doing anything. She's not hurting anyone. Yes. She's not hurting anyone now. We don't know what's going to happen later. And, and I'm still worried about the balance of things. I'm, I'm truly worried about this and the pendulum swing. It's going to swing back at some point. I would hope that she would want to help the boys, but yes. this is this thought kind of Sam or Dean bringing this up earlier in the episode has really truly made me think about whether or not good or bad to have them there. But she's gotten used to, she's got to know humans, she's got to know the earth, and she realizes she likes it. She likes people. She likes New Jersey. No, wait, she was in Reno. <laughs> uh, she's in Atlantic, or was she in Atlantic City yeah. or Reno or somewhere? She's going to go to like San Francisco. 
Francisco or LA or somewhere, and then for sure she'll know what heaven on earth is. And oh wait, no, the Bahamas. Go to the Bahamas, okay. girl. I mean, that's where didn't Rowena love the Bahamas? Yes, so like her. Sure, I saw her she picks up. Yeah. So he has all these feelings. The conversation with Lucifer, and he starts to cry, and he's crying. And I go, does he have his soul back? Does he have his soul back? He's crying because we were just saying how he's not feeling any of the emotions, but does he have his soul back? Also, Rutherford is literally snoring next to me. Do you hear him snoring right now? Hold <laughs> on. Snores. Piggy snores. Soothing tones. So uh, the orb flashes back in the church, and the hellhound, Sam can't hold them back any longer. And Kat didn't know that Jack was going to eat it and disappear. Luckily, this orb flashes. We see the hellhounds. They're like outline, and then they go away. And Jack wakes up on the ground, and things seem to be okay for now. We get back to the bunker. New Sam and Dean are there, and and new Dean. He, he doesn't want to go. He wants to keep the he wants to keep the shirts. He 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 wants to live there. Even even Sam's a, a little reluctant. To leave. Well, they get a little down and dirty with the poor cousins. Until Dean scares the crap out of them for doing what? Bearing that drive baby. Who? Who would drive another man's classic car? But he is that man. He is. He is him. He is him deep down. That is who he is. They're just like bits and pieces of it. it yeah. Am I the only one that when I saw the Hellhounds, I honestly thought Crowley would appear for a moment? Because Crowley always had an affinity for hellhounds. I was talking with someone again, and they're saying that we talk, were talking about Crowley. And I said, I don't know. I feel like maybe he's going to come back. And he goes, you told me he wasn't going to come back. And I said, that's because he tweeted at Cherry yes. saying he wasn't coming back. But I feel like that's all a hoax. Oh, and he just did a Instagram video the other day talking about the other show that he's on. and But had hashtag SPN family. So I'm just, I'm waiting for it because that'd be Crowley-like to lie about it. It would be Crowley-like. It only makes sense. And, and we have to have our Crowley because yeah. he didn't die. He switched his soul to a rat because Crowley always has a plan. There's no way we're not going to see him. And he loves the boys too much. He loves Dean too much. Not to say a final bit. I want to see one more fruity drink. <laughs> and yeah, that's all that I want. There's so many things that I want, but that's something that I want. It's like on my top 15. <laughs> so Sam's standing at Jack's door Cass comes out and says he's recovered Jack is back but something's different he's been to the garden the crossroads of divinity and humanity and this is where I thought Destiny's Child came in this is the <laughs> destiny of it all also all the ladies uh, our trifecta here the crossroads of divinity and humanity now Jack can take over because he's the balance that's what i wrote because now he has a soul yeah he knows what it's like to feel he's seen both sides of everything so he can rule fairly and justly and i loved it i was so happy i was so sad that he was crying and then he finally realized what he did when he killed mary, mary even though it was by accident and he and because he, he explains he had a mother why didn't he get it? Why didn't he get it at the time? He didn't understand how he so couldn't good. see that because he didn't, he was never allowed to have those feelings. These feelings are brand new feelings for him. Yes. Just the same as he's aging and growing and learning. These are new feelings for him. It was his fault. He's crying. He asks for forgiveness. 
we know his soul is back and then he fade to black. And so we don't know if they're gonna forgive him or not. So such a great episode. I mean, the cast did such a wonderful job. Such a great throwback to all of us who've been watching for so very long. It was, I mean, I enjoyed watching it so much for you. Well, and we saw Cass have a conversation earlier with Jack talking about like apologizing yes. and Dean and, and what's going to happen. And Cass kind of explained he will in his own time. He may break a little, you know? Yes. And we so may much. not have seen Dean accept Jack's apology today. We may not see it next week. Because if we do a Monster of the Week episode next week, which it looks like it might be, we may not see it next week. But if we don't, we're definitely going to see it in the next episode. And something's going to happen to make him go, I, I forgive you, if we don't see it next week. It has to, because remember when they went to where the um, Luthanians were? When they got Leviathans? Yes. Dean had another moment where he realized... With Cass. He had to forgive Cass. And I think we're going to have another moment where we get to see him forgive Jack. I think he even, in, in a way, has forgiven Jack. Yeah, maybe not entirely, but I think he's. I think it's close. I think he's more accepting of Jack than Sam, because Sam is still like listening at his door, making sure he doesn't do anything again. While Dean, Dean seems to be like okay with him. Mm -hmm. Like he does, he really doesn't think he's gonna snap and kill everybody. I feel like Sam still hasn't gotten to that point where he trusts him again, sure. and Dean does trust him. Uh, we got the birthday boy, art master Austin Prophet, saying he agrees Jack would be a great candidate for ruling heaven. He would be our favorite queen in hell. Oh, yes. Perfect. Perfect. Y'all, that was the episode this week. Great episode. Great episode. Lots covered. I feel like we're getting somewhere as we're ramping up for the last, what, six, five, six episodes left? There's only 20 this season. Oh my gosh. So we've only got six more episodes left. So there's a lot of loose ends we still need to tie up and get to, but they're really filling it. And we'll get into our predictions and what's going to happen in next week's episode. Before we get to that, I know that Cherry has some news and gossip we for you. We do. We have some great news. After Buzz TV, news and gossip. And gossip. Well, our Supernatural family is full of love and giving. And you know our favorite cast and his organization called Random Acts are raising money to support the pro to support COVID ID. People suffering are medical professionals and everyone. And so if you go to eBay, Random Acts with Creation Entertainment is doing an auction of signed autographs from not only Supernatural, but Once Upon a Time and other shows. It ends Monday, March 30th, so go on in and bid. It's for a good cause. And they have some great autographs. Yeah, we, we were looking up a couple of them, and there's some $50 autographs. There's 70 up to 110 So, yeah, check it, check it out, y'all. I also saw, I think they're going to be doing a virtual convention. Ruth Connell Rowena has posted a handful of times on her Instagram that there's going to be a few of the people from Supernatural doing basically a virtual convention for everyone. In this time where it's crazy, I know uh, that when they did the convention in Las Vegas, there was a whole no touching rule. Yeah. So everybody was taking pictures like. 
and just not touching, which is great because awesome. with all the people, but they're they meeting and they yeah. need to be healthy to be filming and all that stuff. So really, and obviously Jensen and Jared leading the packs and uh, people, Adam Ferguson and David Hayden Jones trying to keep things light and fun. I think uh, David Hayden Jones came out in a hazmat suit at one point. <laughs> they were all singing with uh, Loudon Swain. Yeah. So just making the most of the situation. So yeah, check that out. Check out the virtual convention. I know it's up on Ruth Connell's Instagram and whoever else is going to be involved. So special segment, best kill, y'all. Right. Oh my gosh. Well, tonight's best kill would be. I'm going to go with killing my own heart when Jack got his soul back. It literally made my little Grinch heart pump so hard and get bigger and bigger. So that killed me. That's a really, that's, I can't top that. I was going to say Cass almost dying. Like Jack killing him just enough to get the information for Jack to get a soul. Ha ha! This cast feels always right. Yes. So that was my best kill, in my opinion, because that actually helped our boy Jack get his soul back to potentially make him king of heaven. And yeah, ruling heaven. Prince. All right, so let's get into some predictions. Oh, we have some gossip. Oh, we've got gossip. 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 We have some great gossip because we're wondering what you're doing in lockdown. But I know what Misha Collins is doing. Something good. And he's asking people to make signs and post them online to thank all of our many healthcare workers. You see hashtag thank you COVID-19 heroes. If you go to his Instagram account, <clears throat> he has some photos up um, that he's done a little video of him and his neighbors. And it's just such a nice way to give back. So I'm going to make a virtual one on my Instagram later on today. Ooh. And then Jensel, Jensen is, of course, at home with his family. And he's got one image on Instagram where he's playing on trampoline. And, of course, a lot of people who have children are having to homeschool their kids. And so he's doing dance classes for his kids as well as their other educational homeschooling program that they do. And then um, I think, oh, and if you go to Jensen's Instagram account, he also is highlighting a little miniature concert that you can stream online. And they're asking people to tip to give to um, COVID healthcare and to help people in this time. Awesome. Well, also a little bit more news is we do know that there's going to be an episode next week. They were taking a break, which was already kind of figured out. The way that this season was ending with the six week up until you know, the day before St. Patty's Day last week. And then they were going to have a few episodes and take a break and then a few episodes and then a break again. I don't know why they break it up like that. It, it, it's frustrating for all of us because we just want to see the, the end of a season. They do have two more episodes to film. I know we talked about that with you guys last week. So right now, we don't know when that next episode after next week is going to air. So stay tuned. We will keep you all posted and hopefully we'll know more next week. And hopefully they can get back to shooting in the next few weeks so that we can continue the episodes moving forward the way that they were supposed to end in May, I believe. But fingers crossed. All right. Our AfterBuzz TV prediction. They did not show preview after the episode, but I did look it up. And Sam and Dean discover a wood nymph. 
who is determined to protect her family at any and all well, I can't blame a wood nymph for doing what wood nymphs need to do. But who do you think we're going to get back next week? Do you think we're going to get Kate? <gasps> oh, cool. Again, I want Crowley. I, I love me my Crowley. I think he's just such a charmer and fun. But I don't know what he'd have to do with a wood nymph. Yeah, I think Crowley's going to be in one of those final episodes. Or when Rowena pops back in so that they can have a moment. Because I feel like they still need a moment. Obviously, we know there's still big plans for Rowena coming up ahead. And I think maybe next week we see a little bit more of Chuck finishing out these universes, mm -hmm. these alternative universes. And if we don't see next week the next phase for Jack, I believe we'll be seeing it in the following episode, which I'm not sure when that's going to be. But Yeah, I think I Billy has another step to her plan. Um, I don't think... Um, that was the final step because she didn't know what would happen if they did when they did found the octum, 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 the occultum, occultum. Um, I think she has another step for him before he's at his full strength to be able to take on Chuck. Chuck. Well, you guys, that was your episode. That was this week. That was on Supernatural season fifteen, episode thirteen. Y'all, we are. We've got a few episodes left. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know Chuck, what Chuck's going to do. Something bad. Something bad. We're going to be going up against the big bad for sure. Mm -hmm. Amara's definitely going to make an appearance, but we won't know until we see you next week when we can add even more thoughts and suggestions and you guys can fill us in on your thoughts and suggestions. Leave a comment below. Let us know what you guys are thinking of these final episodes and Cherry, where can everyone find you? You can find me Cherry underscore LA on Twitter and Instagram. And if you're feeling lonely, feel free to DM me. I'm open on both accounts. Oh, and this is Lindsay here. You guys can find me on all things social media at Lindsay Wegner. That's L-Y-N-D-S-E-Y-W-E-G-N-E-R. Once again, thank you so much for joining us today in the midst of all this chaos. We are here for you. Leave us a, a friendly hello. I'll say hello back. And we'll see you guys all next week. One. Uh, next week, Monday. Next week, Monday. Monday. Mondays. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.